0: Talk Radio.
1: What is up, everybody? August 21st, 2021. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Stephen Arcantalo Podcast. We're going to talk about gratitude, sucking. Gratitude sucks. <laughs> My name is Kevin Hartley, and here we go. We are live. We are unscripted with no boundaries on a crazy ride with Stephen Ercantalo into his mind, his perspectives, points of view on life, living, relating, communicating, relationships, hardships, inspiration, motivation, and, of course, the paranormal. So let's get to it. Here's my friend, my buddy, my pal, Stephen Ercantalo. How are you, man?
2: Yes, I am very well. How are you? I am Good. Oh man, I was actually Good. rushing around for that. I actually, I had, I had, so it was what, what time is it? Nine, it was 8.50 and I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm so, I'm so horny right now. I was like, I can, I can come in 10 minutes. Literally, I could come in 10 minutes. So I'm trying to find the right porn and I couldn't find it. So it's 8.55 and I'm like, shit, I found it. So I'm rushing to get this thing going. <laughs> and yeah, it was crazy. But I, but I managed just to let everyone know I did manage to finish just in time.
1: <laughs>
2: in, case yes, in case anyone I
1: wondering,
2: was wondering, yes. In case so, anyone was yeah. wondering, in case anyone was wondering, like do you
1: need to go pee now or something or like? <laughs> I
2: normally I do. So you like probably in like 15 minutes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay.
1: Good to know. Just in case I had to riff for a little while. <laughs> uh, so okay. So you're you're relaxed and satisfied. What else is going on?
2: um other than that i'm I'm pretty good I mean, you know what i was I was actually headed well, I got home from the gym and it might have been like eight o'clock right, sitting in the car and I was messaging someone about I made a story like a couple of weeks ago, you know when I gave some shout outs to about ten paranormal people that I found like are my top favorite paranormal people With, okay, I didn't yeah, I saw that. yeah and i didn't i didn't Okay, so in a way, it was a test in a way, like mentally myself. I was like, you know what? I don't expect anyone to give me a shout out back, but I want to see how grateful – dude, gratitude. This is the perfect time to talk about it, right? Expressing gratitude. If they do that in return, why not, right? Even though I don't expect it, it still would have been the cool thing and polite thing to do. Well, I decided to make a story today because I told myself in two weeks I'm going to address it if not, and they didn't. None of them did. None of them. So I was talking to Linda, who lives in the UK, and she said – she shared it, right? She shared it, and she's like, that's not the same as if I share your story because you did. And I said, well, I appreciate that you shared it. However, you're just sharing what I said about you. So in a way, it's my word. You're just showing off what it is that I said about you, right?
0: right. So
2: I understand where you're coming from with it. You were saying, oh, wow, you know, this dude's great too and blah, blah, blah. So I get it. I get where that concept was. But – I was sitting there and she was messaging me a lot more saying things about anyways I can't I can't get where this is going. Oh yeah. I was sitting there thinking cuz they said she's like paranormal people are, you know, they think that, you know, they're they 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 don't want to share people because they have these connections and they don't want to be attached to you, Stephen and this and that and I'm like, "Yes, that's right." And they said something about changing things or 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 that they're that they're doing good or something i don 't know either way, long story short, I just wanted to address just like I addressed to her for any paranormal person that's watching there is not a single pair and this got me thinking when you're watching ghost hunters right on a and e you got ghost adventures on Travel Channel, you have all these other ridiculous shows on different networks, right you have never seen ghost hunters go to a location and talk about Man, when Ghost Adventures was here, this and this, when these other people were here, right? you never see another show talk about what happened when another team was there. However, there are two shows out there that talk about what I did when I was there. So that just made me think that – for everyone that says I'm so embarrassed to be attached to me and so so many people that are sitting there like, oh, you know, he, he's not changing anything in the game. He's not doing anything. Keep in mind that shows have talked about me, and they don't even talk about other shows. Like, they literally talk about me. So I just want people to keep that in mind. That to me, that is a very big deal when it comes to me giving shout-outs to people. And then just not returning the favor again, not because I asked for it, but because it just would have been the gratitude thing to do. And, you know, showing that and expressing it. And, but they, but the fact that they didn't is the fact that I know the connections they believe they have, and they believe that they're grateful for it. They're just embarrassed to have my name attached to them because they don't want to lose like, Oh, you, you talked to Steven. Oh, you, you're supporting his movement and this and that. It it was again, just a test mentally for me. And I just want to let everybody know that live that, it was a test, and I was testing people to see how well, you know, to see how, how humble they were. Are they humble enough to go and do the same thing that I did publicly, and they're not? So my test was proven correctly. So what, do you, what
1: do you think? Why is it so hard to express that kind of gratitude or um, to, to
2: shout out back? You know what? It, I, I really feel like it's selfishness. It's selfishness. Well, I'd rather share what I'm doing, and I'd rather share what this is like. Oh, if I share what this person's doing, then... You know, maybe you'll take away the the light that is on me and people are going to go see what this person's doing and I'm not going to get enough credibility for things. And or, you know, and I'm again, I'm speaking from my point of view and or it can be, well, dang, I stole a lot of his his words and his theories and his the way he does things. If I share him, my my following is going to go see him and see that he did it first and then they're going to think and they're going to know that I just copied him. And that everything I said was a lie that I came up with this. And, and again, I do believe that that is the real reasoning because I've seen these people's pages and they mimic me. So, and they don't give me any credit for it. And they still didn't give me credit for it. So it's like, okay. So once again, I'm still, you know, like a salmon swimming upstream, fighting all of the shit, just trying to get to the top still and with no help. I mean you're amazing help, so don't yeah. don't get me wrong on that one. But with the paranormal community help, whenever it's like here I am giving credit where credit is due and these clowns still can't even fucking throw me a bone for it, you know? So yeah. that's all I can think so about. It's is it selfish.
1: It's, it's, it's yeah, so it's selfish, fear based, mm-hmm. ego based. Um about losing audience share. Well, I think like you said, about not being seen as a thought leader as you are you are such a thought leader and then people will say oh that that wasn't my original thought that was obviously stephen's thought it's yeah such a, it's such a shame because there's just uh like there's like yeah i guess my question as i said sort of well like what's at stake uh it's not like there's big money at stake it's not like there's um i mean there's there's money that you guys put into making these productions and these investigations don't get me wrong on that but i mean it's not like there's huge rewards to be paid for finding something, or it doesn't seem to me, I mean, unless I'm missing something there. Um, it's just yeah. too bad that there couldn't be a bigger, better community of support where people have their niche and their thing that they do and and be proud of that rather than tearing somebody else down for their niche and the thing that they do. Like you've got so many <clears throat> niches in this market like so many unique qualities that are your mark on things from the the Ouija board to the cutting yourself and the bleeding
2: uh you found things to make this your brand exactly and people want to mimic that and I'm okay with people mimicking things because you have to follow somebody's lead right I did not like clearly I reached out of thin air and pulled this back and said this is what I'm going to do nobody in the entire paranormal community publicly on a national network or even a streaming platform has done what I did hands down never. So I can say that I did that, but to sit there and not give me credit for it. Like I feel like that's kind of like a slap in the face. You know what I mean? Especially if you're going to mimic what I'm doing and get followers for it. And then one go and block me, go and stop following me just because you think I won't see that you're mimicking me. Like people tag me and everything. I see what people are doing without me having to go out of my way to look, you know? So that's what's crazy too is like just – I don't I don't feel like giving people – just give people recognition. I, it's not going to hurt anything. If anything, it's going to make you look better. Like I feel like your fans and followers are going to be like, wow, that's really cool. He or she can like be humble enough to show, you know, to show humbleness that there are other people out there that he or she idolizes that are really great. And to me, that's only going to make you look better, not just not just shine, not just posting the wannabe celebrities that are already on TV. You know, they're 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 F class celebrities. They're not even paranormal investigators are not a class celebrities. They're not even on the ABC category. So I don't even know why people treat them that way. So but when that's all they want to post and brag about what they're doing, that's you're just kissing ass at that point. So
1: kind of liken it to um it, it, kind of liken it to something like musicians. It would be nice if like when somebody covers somebody else's song, they could shout out to the original artist and say, I really love this song by so-and-so.
2: Exactly. And I'm
1: inspired to sing it for you tonight with my special twist. That's what people aren't doing in your paranormal world. They're not putting their Mm -hmm. special twist on anything. There's no original thought in my point of view from what I'm seeing. And it's such a shame that people couldn't say, "I was really inspired by Stephen Erkantalo when he was here at Mackey's, and I want to take it one step further, and I'm going to do this." And you wouldn't be in- offended by that; you'd be like, "Wow, I inspired this person to do that. Good on them." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Well, if anybody's listening to to that, and you know, I, I mean, I hope you can take that away. Is like. It's not a it's not an aggressive challenge from Stephen. It's a proactive challenge from Stephen to so uh,
2: to, to lift the game, raise yeah, the bar. Lift, yeah, lift the game, raise the bar, give credit where credit is due. Like stop giving credit to these people that are. Can you make a noise right now? And you think that you hear something that you got to manipulate it and edit it so much, and then you put the words on the screen. Of course you're gonna of course you're gonna hear that because you read it. Like that's actually a psychological um tactic to power, power. test people for the, exactly so i don't under so yeah of course you're going to hear it. that to me that is the what <laughs> i don't know but then again that just takes it back to how the feels a bunch of jokes you know i messaged um dave tango right i messaged him because every now and then he'll hit me up i'll message him blah 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 and i messaged him i was like hey what would it take to get you to me and you to investigate together any place you want. Like, I don't, I don't know how your contracts are. I don't know how that is with the show, but what, what would it take? Dude, never even reply back. Like he read it, but never reply back. But when I reply to his stories, you know, laughing and stuff, he'll reply back to that. But when I talk to him about the paranormal, he went ghost. That right there chaps my ass to where it's like, dude, you, you you really are not better than me. And that right there just pushed me towards like, do I really have to go and now come off as that arrogant, egotistical guy that's really just going to shut you down based off how I know that I can elevate myself to the next level within this field and stay humble at it. Because to me, like all you had to do is reply, like put a thumbs up, put a heart, do reply and just be like, no, nah, I can't right now because the contract lie to me. I don't give a shit. But ignoring me when i ask you a specific question about what it is that you do for your career and you can't give me anything but yet when i reply to your dumb little dog memes or whatever it is that you share you're going to have a conversation with me and that's kind of like what i'm talking about is even these upper people who think they're better than everybody clearly they don't even want to work with people i don't know it's like to me again that's like you're not humble you're pathetic there's no gratitude there and I don't think I think a lot of people are, are are all the new people that follow me and all these other people they're they're not the old school ones that have followed me before the success, and I think that they don't realize that what really lights a fire under my ass is doubting me, doubting me and ignoring me whenever I'm trying to reach out to you because you say you're passionate about something, so let's let's I don't need you you know what I mean I don't need tangle. I just thought, hey, this would be cool, I'm kind of bored, maybe he wants to, and then you're ignoring me about that. All that does is really light a fire to my ass. And my, my wick for that is already short. So once that's lit, I'm going to come up with some ideas and just and just run with it. And I think my, my older following knows this because they've watched it happen. And the newer following is still in my inbox. Oh, did somebody upset you? What happened? I don't understand. Why did you make this post? Okay, I'll explain myself because clearly you recently just started following me, but just but it's uh, I'm going to take a deep breath I'm going to drink this monster energy drink I'm going to whoosaw a little bit and let you talk and
1: just take a chill for a second yeah no it's uh, that's uh, I, you know I'm not in your in the paranormal field but I'm sort of that type of person as well is when you tell me I can't or I shouldn't that's when I'm almost dared the most to take it further and go farther and and show you what I what I can do and what I'm capable of, and I I do think whether it's uh, whether it's a business email, whether it's a response or lack of response, like you got, um, or even in a relationship, no response is actually a very loud response
2: and very it's louder than what you're actually saying. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and very telling to me of what the other side is, either thinking or capable of thinking or what you proposed is so overwhelming to them that they can't even comprehend it. So they just don't know what to say. Um, So I think then if they don't respond, then you are entitled to think what you think about that lack of response and Mm -hmm. about that person who chose not to respond. And chances Mm -hmm. are, you're probably right. Well, you are right because they haven't, they haven't clarified.
2: That's it, and like that. There, there's a reason why I reply to everybody. Whether it's just me liking, like, hearting your thing or whatever, I'm acknowledging it. Me acknowledging that shows, hey, I read it, I acknowledged it, and I reply personally. So I don't understand what what the lack of. Uh, I don't get it. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I mean. So. It's, I mean.
2: It's, yeah. And, of course, he'll if, if he was listening and heard this, he'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to. Then all the excuses will come out. Oh, no, I didn't mean to. I got busy. I got this. Dude, no. Because if I replied to your little stupid dog or whatever, you'd reply right away. So don't tell me you got busy. You just didn't want to. You just got called out, and now you want to play the victim and make me look like the bad guy. I get it. I know. That's just what the world does. But that's not the case. You know, You're just upset because most people don't realize that a lot of people won't call people out on their shit. And when they do – that individual calling them out is an asshole. But it's because nowadays people don't understand what real is. You know, they want, they think everything's so real. Oh man, that's so real. Oh man, everyone's so woke. No, like I don't think people understand what it is until they actually get a real reality of what reality is and that there are people out there that aren't afraid to let their balls fucking hang and say what needs to be said when they feel like they've been cheated out on something or if they feel like, you know, like I'm tired of being walked on. I'm tired of the people not listening. I'm tired of people not hearing what it is that I'm saying and I'm putting in the work. And apparently it's not, not loud enough for you to respect it. So now I'm going to voice it. And then you're the asshole. So it's crazy, right?
1: Well, and it, it, it is crazy. But I mean, something else you brought up there is um, like to me, action speaks louder than words. You know, it's a great debate. I've had it with a number of people in relationships as well as what, you know, well, I said this, it's, yeah, you said that, but you didn't do, you didn't follow through. Exactly. I mean, I think you need both. I do think yeah, you yeah. need both action and words, mm-hmm. but you need them in, in in tandem, not independently. You can't just, you can't just have action. Well, I think if you had just action, that's probably better than just words, but if all you yeah. have is words,
2: then then that's not great. You need, you need both. Both, and, would be, um, both would be amazing. Like if I came home to you, right? Me and you were dating. And let's say I said, hey, baby, you know what? When I get home, I'm going to cook you an amazing dinner. Let's do this. Let's do that, right? I get home. Uh, I'm tired. You know, I didn't mean i get home this late. Make excuses. You're going to be upset because I said I'm going to do it and I don't. I give excuses. Now, if I just came home, I didn't tell you what I was going to do and I just made you dinner and gave you a massage, you're probably going to be blown away over the fact that I didn't even say it. I just did it. Right. Yeah, totally. And then if I, yeah. And then if I tell you, Hey, Hey, you know what, babe, I'm going to be home soon. I'm going to, I'm going to make us dinner and I get home and I make you dinner. Great. Cause you expected it. And then I did it. So that that's like a double plus of, Oh, that's cool. He lives up to what he says. And then if I gave you a massage and we had sex, then obviously that's just a bigger bonus. But I, yeah, I like when they both go hand in hand. What do you like? Obviously I don't like when someone says something and doesn't do it because like you said, action does speak louder than words. But
1: I don't know, know. I like when they go, but I, I really do like when they go hand in hand. I mean, as you just sort of said, if somebody just came home, he just came home and just did it. Like what a beautiful surprise. And that's, that's all action-based. But if you mm-hmm. say you're going to do something, then you're right. You set a little bit of an expectation. Somebody's looking forward to it. They drop any plans they might've had around what they were going to make for dinner. And frankly, you know, dinner, if you'd say something like that, you know, in my case, I would, you know, dinner wouldn't even need to be complex. You could barbecue me a hamburger. And the fact okay. that you, you did it, you took the initiative, you got the stuff, um, you know, doesn't need to be some big, classy, Chateaubriand, you know, meal with multiple courses and stuff like that. Um, and even if, here's another thing, even if you realized you were tired and you said you were going to make dinner, but you stopped on the way home and you grabbed sushi or Thai food or something, to me, that's still okay because you still delivered what you said you were going to. To mm-hmm. me, whether you actually made it or not, doesn't matter. You still delivered what you promised, that you were, you were going to take care of dinner. Uh, whether you made it from scratch or whether you stopped and bought it, to me, I don't know. Yeah, that, to me, that's still, you know, that's beautiful action.
2: And Absolutely. I think a lot of
1: people would lose. A lot of people would live for that, right? It's just, uh, it's, you know, again, sort of a lot of things we're talking about and stuff we encountered this week, you and I talking, is just people's, people's word being their word um, and their integrity. Um, we're going to talk about that. You want to talk about that situation, you and I?
2: <laughs> Look, I we, with, somebody with, the, the with the bloke guy? The, is that what yeah. you're talking about? The blo- What's his name? Let me pull up his name real quick. I don't even remember this douchebag's name. He, man, man. yeah. Because we're gonna get in detail. I love. I log on and I see Dave Tango sitting there. Watch him message me while we're while we're here. That'd be that'd be great. What I, I, is? Do you remember his name? I don't. I'm gonna find it here. Yeah, you. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, it is. Oh, Chris. Yeah, Chris Valen. Whatever. So this dude. Let me tell everybody the story who didn't see my Instagram. He, I did photos for him wearing his bloke product like three years ago, right? I was living in Indiana. It might even be four years now. I don't know, three or four years ago. And I kind of knew the dude was a little shady from what I've been told. And I never want to accept payment from him. I, you know, we agreed that you'll give me product. So he gave me a lot of the underwear, a lot of the cologne. I still have some actually boxed up, never even opened. It's been that long. I took the photos. I took the photos with my camera in my setting I said to him, he used them for promo, right? He thinks now, three years later, right? Now we're here. And he messaged me the other day. He messaged me the other day, like, Hey, pretty much coming off arrogant, and cocky, like he's hot shit saying, you know, there's nobody, you know, there's nobody that's helping you and you're not, you know, you're not managing yourself well. And I was like, well, I mean, you're right. Like, I don't have a promoter. I don't have a manager. And he's like, "Well, you should have let me do that because I can do it better." Okay, so I was nice. Okay, show me, show me what you have. I mean, you still can, you know. Nobody's stopping you. And he pretty much was being arrogant at that point, like pretty much, pretty much belittling me a little bit by saying that I don't have a bigger following and he does, and just whatever. And I just kind of let it go. And And then, yeah, yeah, very debatable based based on the numbers uh, I saw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he he's like, hey, let me see the full shoot because remember the photo that you posted, you cropped off, bloke. So he's like, can I get the whole picture? And remember, I told you he's up to something. You remember message that I said I feel like he's up to something. He's gonna pull some shit. Right. And that, that's it. I send him the messages. I send him the photos. He makes a post bragging about it or whatever the shit he is. I think he was kind of being like condescending and a little little you know edgy with it, trying to start shit. But he then messaged me, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to read you the messages because it's just hilarious. It's it's hilarious to me. So, okay, so I sent him the post. He he sent them back, and he said, you're definitely paying me for this, or I'm taking it down. I already called lawyers just in case. They see you as a bloke model, so unfortunately, I get a cut. There are about 100 people that want to see this my company is at risk. I'm not an asshole. I'm trying to get blood from a stone, but I did you a solid. He called me video chat, video chat, video chat, video chat, video chat. I answered it and I'm in the middle of shaving my head. I have blood dripping down my head because I cut my head. I'm like, what? What's up? Well, I talked to my lawyers and we need to figure something out because they said that you owe me money and I don't really want to go through lawyers. I think that we can make an agreement. And I was like, you're going to have to call me back after the shower. Like, I, I don't have time for this. Um, I'm bleeding from my head. I need to rinse off. Told him to call me back. And he did call me back. I didn't answer. But I called my lawyers. And they laughed at him. And I already knew there was nothing he could do. So the fact that he's just being a piece of shit and telling me literally that he made me when I'm pretty sure I'm self-made on my own. Yes, yeah, I've had people help me here and there. But when it comes to branding myself and growing to this point. Absolutely. Like I did that. You know what I mean? He didn't just want everyone to know, he didn't get me on the runway. You know, he's not, he's not getting me in, in the LA fashion show. You know, none of this, he didn't get me in Miami swim week. Like I did this on my own by posting my photos, by busting my ass in the gym, by being edgy, by being, you know, putting eyes on me. So yeah. yeah just to more- clarify
1: that, because this was an understanding that I had to unravel with Steven when this happened So I did some graphics for Steven. Um, He's wearing the bloke underwear. I cropped it because we used this picture for something before and and Facebook pulled it because they said it was lewd. Um, So I cropped out where his hands are. I cropped out where the bloke, you know, so we're not trying to do damage to bloke. We're just trying to make sure we can keep online what we want to post. So I crop it out. So then what I didn't understand was I thought that this guy had hired Stephen to wear the underwear in the pictures. Not the case at all. Stephen put the underwear on and had his own pictures taken for his own purposes. Nothing to do with promoting the brand. Just, you know, did a shot, needed to have some underwear, and this is what he put on. And then the guy uses those pictures that Stephen had taken at his own expense for his own mm-hmm. purposes to promote all over his page, all over his Instagram, all over his Facebook. And now he's turning around to Stephen and saying, you owe me comment that says, you know, I'll put my hand on the blade for Stephen. I, I, post, I post a comment that says, and, and not beating up the brands not beating up what I know he has said to Stephen. I post a comment that says you should be so lucky to have someone so sexy modeling your underwear. And obviously he agrees with that statement because he's used you all over the place.
0: All, all over. Place.
1: He doesn't respond to the comment that I made. He sends me a private message that
2: says I should die in a fire. Yeah, you like should die in a fire. You, it, and he's not like he sent me the I could show you like I could post this you could probably post it too i screenshotted it
1: yeah so did i just in case i need it
2: and then what do you say like,
1: and, and then he like, goes and
2: says no that's not a threat what <laughs> but, but this that, is that was the my response
1: is, I was like is that a threat he says no that's not a re- that's not a threat you want a threat i'll give you a threat my I, it's like oh no that's enough of us So I, I so all out it i reported him to instagram sorry i reported the comments like to me that's mm-hmm. a threat. I said nothing bad about his brand. I said you should be so lucky as to have Steven somebody as sexy as Steven modeling your underwear. And he thinks I should die in a fire for that. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't care if it was I don't care if it was a joke. Sorry. You, you don't you don't you don't play Steven like that. You don't play me like that. You you've crossed the line with the wrong two guys today, buddy.
2: And then yeah, and then and then it was just nonsense after nonsense, right? Wasn't he then like bragging? He's like, Well I'll send you some free stuff. Dude, if you're if, if your company is at risk, which I'm pretty sure that means tanking because you have nothing. Um and, and then he's offering to give you free stuff. Like to me that's almost like saying, I don't even know. Like it he makes no sense. Yeah. He looks like a, he looks like a crackhead happened. anyways. Like you saw the pictures that he looks like. Like lay off the pills, lay off the drinking. Lay off the dry- And I know he's well, a I, could, I could make all
1: sorts of assumptions based on what I saw. But if I just make pure assumptions based on what he was purporting to be able to do for you in the way of helping you with marketing and so on, it's kind of like, okay, well, let's page first. Yeah. Let's make sure that we don't have pictures, overlapping graphics and g- overlapping words that I can't read on your brand site. Then talk exactly. to me about how good a marketer you are and whether you can help somebody. Don't tell me that there's you know, hundreds of people that want to like this photo when most of the photos on your page had maybe 12 likes. Maybe some of them had 40 likes. Your pictures actually had more likes than most pictures on mm-hmm. his uh, page, but not up in the hundreds. Like he was bragging, he could, he could get you. Um, so to me, this just strikes me as somebody who's, Whose, whose business is maybe tanking or something's going wrong or something's not going right. And again, somebody sees Steven Arcantalo taking off and they want to try. And in such a wrong way, there is such, such a better ways. way, he, yeah, such a better way he could have approached that could have approached and saying, Hey dude, we haven't been in touch in three years. I see like you're really taking off. Like what can we do to collaborate? How can we work together here instead of, coming at you hands out gimme 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 like i just i don't know again i just don't have
2: patience for it exactly exactly and and the thing is is like if i'm gonna even if i'm even gonna approach somebody and be like hey you should have came to me i can market you better or do this or that then you better have you better have one more following than me two a better marketing approach three you better have like a resume that backs what you're doing and statistics to show that because if you're not doing better than me, I don't want you promoting me, right? Like that doesn't make sense. What What are you really going to do for me, especially when you come at me with an attitude in that type of manner? It's one thing to be like a fan and a follower and a friend to help promote. That's great. But to rep that you own like this great business and you're doing amazing and your sales are through the roof or whatever it may be, but your statistics don't show that. But that goes back to what? All talk. And Man. Yeah. This dude's a hot mess. Like, base. And it's assuming like he legit is a pill popper. He legit is an alcoholic. He legit is all these things. So when he called me on the voice thing and I picked it up, the bags in black and blue under his eyes was, I was like, man, you like, you look like shit. You legit look like shit. So I, I kind of want to, if I wasn't bleeding from the head and had to get in the shower and you, there was so many people messaging me at the time that I was I had a rent off. I was like there for an hour standing there naked, just trying to get in the shower. Um, He, man, I would, I would have talked to him longer just to listen to him ramble and try to see what he was going to say, because I already had intentions on talking about this tonight and I wish, and I wanted, I wish I could have got more info from him, but it's just hilarious. Like I'm, I'm smarter than that. And I wish people would understand that. Like I, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I know what I say. I know what I type. I know what I post. I know the pictures I post. I know what I speak on here. I can't be sued for shit. Like this, it wouldn't be my first time being threatened to be sued. And it's typically from people who are losing everything. And like you said, they see me climbing and they see them declining and they're like, ah, I'm going to try to cash in. We gonna cash in on you're going to look stupid. You're going to look stupid and foolish. And even if it is the
1: one to cash in on, you don't come at it from a, as I say, from a, a hands out. Mm.
2: I deserve no. give me. It's a, what I'm gonna, it's yeah. an open well,
1: hug, gonna, sort of saying,
2: mm-hmm. where can we work? Yeah, you not? know what I'm going to do now, though. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to I'm, I'm going to show a video of me unboxing his boxers and set him on fucking fire, and I'm going to post it on Instagram, and tag him. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And Because then
1: that, all, the, all the underwear that gets sold, like no. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I'll be like, wait, you said that you want to, you hope Kevin, what, burns in a fire? Is this kind of what you yeah. meant? Like this? Like, is this what you meant by him? I'm just trying to understand what you meant. So, oh, I didn't mean to use the bloke. Like, do you want me to pay you for this now? Because I just promoted it and this video is going to get a lot more fucking fa- l- likes and views than the little bit of fucking crack addicts you have on your page. Enough about this clown. I think we gave him enough attention. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I know we no, said we were. Just,
1: so. just, yeah, yeah, no, just, uh, you know, again, sort of along in our sort of line of, you know, just talking about gratitude and integrity and, and everything. But I think when we were talking about gratitude, I think sort of a, uh, maybe life lesson that we were talking about that we wanted to put out there to people was that there's so many life coaches and people out there, you uh-huh. know telling you that uh, the way to get through and the way to get ahead is to be grateful. You know, I'm so glad that I have the house that I live in. I'm so glad that I have the job that I live in. And you and I were talking and I think it just resonated with me and and it resonated with you that that's, that's not enough. That's not enough. To me, that's, that's almost toxic. And it allows, it allows a complacency in people. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I want a new job or I want a new relationship, but I'll be happy with the one that I have. Mm-hmm. And, but, but maybe there's all these broken things in that relationship that it felt like you need to add on to that. I'll be ha- I, I'm happy for the relationship that I have, but I deserve a relationship where I feel truly loved and heard.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, I'm
1: happy for the job, or I'm happy for the job that I have but I deserve a job where I'm paid better and don't come home exhausted mm-hmm. uh, late at night. You agree? Like, I think you need to, no, you I agree. can't just be that complacent. You need to add that deserving part of it onto it. And and just to put to me back to dude there for a second, he's not, he didn't come at you in a deserving sort of way. He came at you in a attacking yeah. um, way. There's a difference between being deserving and grateful.
2: Yeah, and he easily yeah. could have been like, anyway, like you said, hey, you know, it's been a couple of years. You know, I see that you know you're doing well, you're doing great, that's really awesome. Do you want to collaborate again? We, I got some ideas. Perfect. I would have been like, all right, I'm all ears. Not, you're not doing well, and I can manage you better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that right there already made me a huge turnoff, and I was like, okay, fuck this dude again. Because I said that three years ago, and now I'm going to say it again because nothing's changed yeah exactly but and and, you know
1: exactly to put it on that nothing has changed and to turn that back into your own life experience you haven't sat there complacent kind of going oh I'll be happy with this I'll be happy with the job that I have I'll be happy with the investigations that I've done you you have whether you've known it or not you've done that but I deserve to be bigger better I deserve to be more known I deserve to be uh, you know, more widely recognized. Absolutely. And again, other, other things that we've talked about, it's not, it's, and I was going to call you out on it earlier, you said something about, Oh, I'm going to be the arrogant, cocky guy. Um, narcissistic guy. And I said, Whoa, 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 Whoa. I, like I get upset when you call yourself that because that's what other people call you, but it's not that you have, you have one of the healthiest egos in the most positive way of, of anybody that I know. Um, and that's why you are what you are. Yes, other people call it narcissistic, uh, egotistical, um, arrogant, cocky, because that's because they don't understand the terms. They don't really understand healthy ego. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go. <laughs> Sorry, that was me rambling on that, but but I
2: mean, no, that, no, no. Yeah, no. I keep rambling. You I mean... Yeah, I. To be honest, it is. And I know I love when people, I love, love, love when people be like, man, you're not the, we had this talk not long ago, I think when the baby mama was like, oh, you're different online than what you are here. I know the real you. And it's like, do you though? And healthy ego, I think people are so ashamed of talking themselves up because they don't want people to be like, oh, you're just bragging. You're just cocky. You're just, and that's what it is. Like, no. I I, I busted my ass to get this way. I'm not 120 pounds anymore. I have money. I've owned successful businesses. I can lead this podcast flawlessly. Like I've done it and I love that you're helping, but I have shown that I can if needy, you know, for an hour, for two hours, the TV shows being on certain things, just like you have with the movies and the Netflix stuff and everything else. Like, you des you you know however long ago it was twenty years ago ten years ago five years ago you're like you know what I deserve better I need to get more and you putting that in your head is saying I deserve it this is what I'm gonna get this is what I'm gonna do and not he she her him them this that is gonna stand in my way in order to get it because my back is against the wall and the only way I'm going through is forward that's it that's well, it that's what family You don't, like, family isn't going to be in my ear. My girlfriend isn't going to be in my ear. My boyfriend, this guy, friends, that, nothing, because none of them need to know, or better yet, one, they don't need to know where it is that I'm going or how I'm going to do it because they're just going to say, well, you can't do that. Why would you do that? Just get a steady job, get a steady check, blah, 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 or they'll, they'll say some other ignorant stuff that's just going to put you down, and I've had all of that, all of that for eight years, and... It's crazy that you literally have to have a strong, healthy ego, and you have to have strong, cocky confidence, and you have to teeter-totter between that because when that negativity hits you and you're tired of hearing it, that cockiness is going to come out. You're going to put your foot down and be like, this is why because now you've pushed me to explain to you as to why I am deserving. So now you're going to see this guy because this is it. I look better than you. I take care of my body better than you. I eat better, more intelligent than you. I can speak better than you. I'm well-spoken. I can write. I can type. I can do all of these things better than you. That is why I am deserving of it. Do you have anything else to say? No? Okay. Step aside. I'm going to take 10 steps forward now. You stay still and stay stagnant. And then you just lost either a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a family member, a friend, There comes a time where you have to, in order to get to where it is, you need to get to until you find that right circle. And that, that is, that's the hardest part of life because people will have friends. I mean, I lost a 14 year friendship when I was growing a marketing business. We were friends for 14 years. Every I went, people knew he was somewhere in the building or nearby and vice versa. And I put all the work in for the business, made a lot of money, And he was stealing the money. I had to get rid of it. I had to do this. How to sell it. Long story short, man, we we stopped talking instantly after that, and it's been been a long time. But that's the prime example of it. But guess what? I don't think about him. I don't think about that life. I think about the new friends I've met, you and other people who are like-minded like me because I decided to grow and not just stay still and stay stagnant. And then that's when you have the friend, oh, you've changed. And I, and, I, and I say this a lot, like, no, it's not that I've changed. It's that you haven't changed. And that's the problem. Like, I've changed for the better. You've stayed, to, you stayed the same since I've known you for 15 years. That's a problem. That's a massive problem for me as well. I can't be yeah. around that. Like, every time we talk, I feel like we come up with new ideas. Like, the the, the shit that we just talked about last night.
1: Oh, every time we talk, yeah. Yeah. yeah, every time you and I talk, we're like, dude,
2: another idea, another idea. So the, like the photo shoots that we even were coming up, just so much. It's like, dude, like that That right there is how you keep moving forward. Not sitting there talking about, what do you want to do this weekend? Oh, you want to go out to the same old bar, the same old club? You want to get dressed up? You want to have the same old drinks with the same old people? Where is that getting you? Except broke. Yeah. Right? Like imagine how much well, like and that's, I, and that's
1: the word I think I think that's what I tell people when they say oh, it's
2: it's like you've changed it's like mm, I prefer to call it growth I've grown I've grown yeah now I get it when I was twenty two twenty three twenty four twenty five twenty six I get it I partied I threw down bottles of clubs I threw money off the balconies I get it I've done it but so this isn't this isn't knocking anybody that's at that age group that's doing that you know what I mean because I get it I did it I'm sure you did it too. Yeah. once you're past, once you're past that cuz you will get past that once you get past that that's where you need to make a decision do i keep the same friends that i've known my whole life and went to high school with and partied with for 10 plus years do i stay doing what they're doing or do i follow my inner you know my inner love my inner self love my inner mentality what it is that i want and leave them behind but chances are you're going to try, but they're going to pull you back. Then they're going to wonder why you're doing what you're doing, trying to move forward. That's going to set you back. Then you're then they're going to be like, well, maybe we should try to see what they're doing and to be successful. They're going to jump on board a little bit. You're going to get frustrated because they're not doing it the right way. Then that's when it's going to trigger in your mind, I cannot be friends with them anymore. And you're going to slowly push away. That's exactly how it's going to go. I said, there is no like that's just it because you're not going to be able to cut ties right away. You're going to have to see see it slowly, gradually, up, graduating up to that. And I like how you worded that. It's not that I didn't change; like I grew. Like there's a big difference. I changed in a growing manner. Yeah,
1: change to me would be uh, I don't know, like if you if you just uh, no, because you could say you abandoned a certain lifestyle. That's like, but you grew from it. You don't just cut it off no you grow from it those experiences that you had partying and so on uh you you grow from those um and some people don't some people stay in that they stay in a Mm -hmm. modified version Mm -hmm. of that well into adulthood and have Mm -hmm. these shattered relationships with their spouses and kids and and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth and uh no i think uh and it brings up something else I know we 've talked about this before, so i don 't want to sound repetitive to people, but again, just sort of if I know there 's people listening that have dreams and ambitions and hopes and um, it 's about finding your tribe, finding your true tribe, your true tribe is not necessarily everybody that you went to school with, the kids in your immediate area, everyone you high schooled with or colleged with, um, or even your family. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, you know, it's a thing in the gay culture to, to say, um, you know, finding your true family or we are your real family sort of thing. So I think I understand that concept and can embrace it maybe easier than some people about, uh, no, finding your tribe, your, your believers, the people who are really behind you um, and who get you. And it's, it's really enlightening when you start to find those people, those relationships like what we have. Um, and, yeah, you just every time you talk, you you have to pull yourself away (laughs) like last night we were we were texting and it's like okay i really got to (laughs) sleep and then and then couldn't because i was still thinking about everything after but uh yeah to take a lot more sleeping
2: pills just to go to sleep
1: (laughs) sorry sorry dude (laughs) but that's how things grow right um Mm -hmm. and if you had to take sleeping pills for that reason because you're excited because you've got so many great ideas rolling around in your head to me that's a that 's a better reason for taking them than, than because you 're down and you 're depressed and you don 't know what 's going to go on and you don 't know what 's going to happen and i can 't sleep because i 'm thinking of mm-hmm. that like, yeah no it, it's a whole mindset mindset um, about growth and ambition and being worthy and deserving and finding your tribe and having this healthy ego uh, like Stephen has is uh, one person that listens to us. Uh, I hope we help more um, to realize something in the way of a dream or an ambition. Um, Yeah. Is it going to be, is it going to be flawless? No. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be pain-free? No. We can both, Stephen and I can both talk about the hurts and the pains that we've had to, to get where we are for
2: sure. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're all pretty much going to be the same thing because I feel like everybody goes through the same thing to get to their ultimate goal. Like you said, you're going to lose friends. Family will turn against you. I don't know about you, but I know that I've 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 lost cars, vehicles. I went in debt because I was like, I'd rather invest in me than pay rent right now. There was so many different things. Um, it was a lot. It was it was a lot. It was running 60 miles a day to get to school just to learn a couple of things Monday through Friday. It was a lot.
1: Well, it's all that. And I think, you know, on the other, you know, we're still, we're still both growing and we're still both moving towards things. But to me, I am, I am a happier person on that journey than the sitting there as a sad sack going, what if, coulda, woulda, man, if I'd only just Um, like, you know, yeah, there's still lots of stuff out there to be had and to be achieved. Um, but I'm, I'm happier on that journey moving towards it, um, than wondering what if, what if, what if, uh, yeah, I could die happy. I could die, I I could, you know, I could die happy. Um, I, I still want to achieve lots more, but I've achieved a lot and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of my journey and I'm proud of the road that I've taken. And um, yeah,
2: it's come at cost for sure.
1: What else is up?
2: Man, I don't even know. I don't even know why we made this two hours. We keep making it two hours (laughs) and nobody, nobody out there anymore just ask questions about what they want to hear. Um, Well,
1: and that's what I was going to, you know, if anybody's listening live and you want to ask questions, um, I'm looking at the Facebook posts on my page, Kevin Hartley, and Steven's page on Facebook, if you want to post a question as a comment, do that. If you're on Instagram and you want to post questions as comments, you can do that. Um,
2: can we give out the yeah. number and
1: they can call in? Are you watching that?
2: Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if anybody wants to call in, 515-605-9898. Um, I mean, I've asked 17 people and people just don't want to ask questions. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask. Um I'm going to be honest, I mean, if people just really don't know what to ask or want to be um, interactive with this, we're not going to be able to keep going two hours every single time, I don't think, because there's only so much we can talk about every week. And I think a lot of the previous shows really tapped into your after, but I was thinking and wanted to tell you, oh, my daughter just messaged me. Let me see what she said.
1: How is she do? How is she I was going to ask you? How is she doing? Uh, everybody, Stephen's daughter, um you were listening last time, unfortunately, she's so, got COVID symptoms. She's yeah, doing better. Yes,
2: yeah, she, yeah, she is doing better. So, I, so since I'm very vulnerable and I and I just tell people my whole life, I messaged her at 1204. I'll read to you our conversation. And then I didn't even read what she just wrote me. We're going to read this together. Deal?
1: Deal.
2: So I messaged her. I said, hi, how are you? She said, I'm good. I said, this is going to sound, and I said this, that was at 12.04, and then at 7.33 p.m. I messaged, this is going to sound weird and insecure on my end, but sometimes I feel like you don't want me messaging you, or I don't know, maybe I just wish I could have seen you when I was there, but I understand. She said, why would you feel like I don't want you to? If the mom is listening, she's going to kill me that I'm reading this stuff because she wants this shit to be private. Um, she said, why would you feel like I don't want to? I said, I don't know. I guess by just, I don't know. I really don't have an answer, just a feeling. She said, oh, um, okay. Well, I do always want to text you. So that feeling must be about something else, I guess. She abbreviates things like she put IG. I'm assuming that means I guess. I don't I don't know. I'm not her age though, so, but I'm assuming. Great. Um, I put possibly, I guess I just miss you. Although we never really met. I love you a lot. I think about you constantly. I'm glad you're doing better. I'm going to get ready for this podcast that I have in 30 minutes, which at this time was 8:30. I said sweet dreams. She said, "Okay, I love you too. I hope your podcast goes well." So again, this is what she just messaged me. We're going to read it together, so I hope it's nothing uh up with something crazy," she said. "I know you're doing your podcast right now, so you'll see this after. But I was thinking and wanted to tell you I love you and that I always want to talk to you. I'm sorry that you felt that way, but never think that I don't want to talk to you. And I really wish I did see you while you were here, but things happen. I just wanted to tell you. I just wanted to tell you so you don't ever think I don't want to talk to you. I love you so much. Ah, that's sweet. So there's that.
0: That's nice. That's nice. Get,
2: man, the mom gets upset too when she tells me that she loves me and, and has called me dad and all these other things. So you know what? We came up with this thing. I said, you know what? When we meet again, I was like, you can call me whatever you want. She's like, what if I just say, hey, uh, like, hey, boy or hey, guy or something? I said, all right, you call me hey, guy, and I'm going to call you hey, girl, and we're going to see how your mom reacts. Like, because she's probably going to be upset that you <laughs> call me that. Like, it's rude, but then I'm just going to reply with, hey, girl. And, uh, I'll be kind of like, then we'll go back and forth. The mom will get upset The mom will get so mad. It'll be great. Uh, so, well, that's a really sweet message. I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that it turned out
1: that way. And it's, I mean, you know, that's probably a hard thing for any adult and their child, especially when there's been a separation of time and, and growth between both of you is just how to, how to communicate with a teenager. Like you even said there a little bit, I don't, I don't know how the kids, if what IG means. Um, because I remember that with my parents too. Like, I think there's a period of time, and that's when you've got your little one with you in the house where you know you communicate all the time and you get each other. And then when you get into those awkward teenage years, I don't want to talk to my parents. It's the last people I wanted to mm-hmm. talk to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's good that you have that relationship burgeoning with her and and growing, and what a sweet response. Thanks for sharing.
2: Of course. Um, yeah, all right. I, I do all this, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. So someone someone just uh, uh messaged me, PJ, and said, you met your daughter. So I'm assuming she's listening, but no, I have not met my daughter. I have not met her yet. The plan was to meet her when, during the time that I was filming. My ride was going to go to Florida and all that after I filmed at, in Kentucky, but she got COVID. So, and I'm, I thought it was a lie because the mom messaged me and remember what we, remember what we talked about for those who were listening and you, Kevin, when she was saying all those things, like crazy things, like after we like planned to meet and everything. And then all of a sudden the mom like flipped out, right? Like when all, when all, I really hope she's not listening. This is going to be bad. Um, oh, I but mean, you remember, right? whether, no, I mean, no, whether,
1: whether it was real or whether it was not, I mean, a lot of people are pulling the COVID card. They are. For other reasons these days right yeah. so i, I don't yeah. i don't you know um i i hate that she's got it um but i can understand why you had what to wonder yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah especially yeah. right around the time that i'm like hey i'm coming down oh she's got covid but she did some pictures so just to let everyone know she did some pictures of her wall like her her like they rearranged the whole house for this so i really doubt that they rearranged the whole house to set up a lie you know what I mean? What it makes sense, and the fact that they show pictures. She, the mom was messaging me about how the the new husband can go to work now, can do this. So She was like keeping me updated with things. So definitely not a uh, um not a prank. Definitely, definitely not a lie. Yeah. So yeah. But no, I did not meet her. I did not meet. Uh, did not meet my daughter. Did not meet her yet. I mean, I met her, of course, when she was one and two but she's older now so here is a here's a question i'm not it it just says question i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i didn't read it yet i'm just gonna read it out loud to see you know so i don't have time to think about it because i don't like people thinking that i'm thinking about the answer before i say it right so it says question i am very interested in astronomy and the paranormal pick one and tell us what you think the most groundbreaking discovery oh that's deep nice yeah you pick one first. You go, for, you go. for Whichever one you don't pick, I'll pick. So astronomy or paranormal, you go. Well, I would say I'll, – I'll ask astronomy. I, I knew you were going to pick astronomy because you ain't a paranormal guy. All right, go for it. <laughs> so astronomy, go. No, no what, you have to – you have to say it. You have to, you have to oh, answer it. I have it. to say
1: what I think yeah. is the most groundbreaking discovery. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, don't know. It, I thought I wanted to know what you thought. I did probably, but I can't answer both of them. I want to know what you think. I'm going to answer one of them. So you picked astronomy. Oh, so no, I'm you too tell. Dumb, I'm too uh, dumb, to, I'm too dumb right. to be able to answer on that. Topic. All, right. all right. So, so astronomy-wise, I mean, I think. A, okay, here, this is what I think. This is, in my opinion, about astronomy. One is that they finally found out that all the stars, even though they're hundreds of thousands of miles away, There is energy that is actually connected to them like telephone wires. They did map that out with thermal imaging cameras that they did find out that they are connected just like our brainwaves are connected. And like I've talked about on many of the other shows that we've done, the center of our galaxy is pretty much just like our pineal gland. and with, with the little atoms and neutrons inside of our mind that are sparking all the time, they're connected and they connect to each other and shoot out throughout of our body. So a lot of people would think, man, our, our our solar system is the same as our bodies and it can't be, but they did find out that the stars are connected. They, are, they are, are literally energy is going from one star to another, and that is what's helping with gravitational pull. That's what's helping with them lighting up. That's what's helping with so much um, throughout space and astronomy. So now it just shows that we actually are resembling the exact atmosphere we're living in. Like with astronomy, with the plants, with the growth, with the, with the stars, with the moons. Yeah. Now, I don't believe that, you know, like I said, a full moon does not affect anybody. It doesn't affect sleep. It doesn't affect anything. It will affect seconds of sleep. All it does is affect the ocean's tides. It does not change anything, and that has been scientifically proven over 10-plus years of research and not based on adults because adults are going to believe it, so they're going to assume that that is, but they base it off kids who are innocent, and they did this for 10 years' worth of research on multiple, multiple, multiple kids throughout the years. And kids have literally only lost a couple of seconds of sleep. That is it. Nothing changed. Their moods did not change. Their temperatures, their attitudes, nothing changed. It changes in adults because we're told that it does. Kids are innocent. Right. They yeah. weren't told these things. So if it was a real of if it was a real thing, then kids would act up. And that's just that. So no Our and, you, know, this, you know what? This is what's crazy too think about this when they say jupiter is lined up and mars is lined up and all of this crazy stuff um um sorry i was reading a text if if w- w- whenever they say oh we're in we're in mars or whatever what is that called whenever people blame the planets on life sucking for them um oh, like they're started part started part of
1: their it, astrology here yeah. yeah
2: like a renegade or something right okay here's the thing Retro-crazy. if if, yeah, if something is hundred thousand light years away, right? That's how many. That's how many miles away that something is, right? I'm, I'm gonna just. I'm not gonna get very scientific with it because I don't want people to think too deep. That means, right? Every time you're looking up into space, you're actually looking in the past. Because that's how, many t- that's, how, that's how long it takes for a star or, or us to see Mars or everything like that are those many years away. So we're seeing yeah. the past when we look up. So you're going to tell me that when we're able to see Mars lined up with something and that's affecting you, how, how is that possible? Like you're not seeing it for what it is right now. You're seeing it for what it happened 1,000 years ago. So you're telling me that the energy a 1,000 years ago is now affecting you? But yet that makes no sense. Oh, we're in a, we're in a red right now because versus is up. No, that happened a long time ago. Didn't happen right now. That's not happening right now. That happened forever. You're seeing what was. You're not seeing what it is. That blows my mind that people can't do simple research and study this and understand this. Right? So you're going to tell me that, oh man, that you know, the sun, right? It's about from when you yeah. see the sun, it's about eight seconds into the past that you're seeing. So when the sun hits wow. on Earth, because it takes that long for the light years to hit us, it's about eight seconds. Oh no, I lie. It's either, you know what, I think it's eight minutes. I believe it's eight minutes, hold on. Um, How long does the sun take to hit Earth? It is like eight, Um, right here. It takes eight minutes for sunlight to reach Earth. So that means you are always seeing eight wow. minutes in the past, always. Right. Now, imagine the stars that are millions and millions of light years away. You're seeing into the past, so a burnt-out star that had died out hundreds of thousands of years ago, and you're finally right. seeing the light that it takes to reach us. So it's the same thing with Mars, same thing with this. And if you really are going to blame the fact that something hundreds of thousands of years ago affecting what is wrong with you now, I – you that's a mental disorder and i will always so
1: technically i go out i go outside right now it's dark i look up
2: i see a star it could actually uh-huh. not be there it could it's actually not, there. not be there it's act no I it actually is not no yeah no it really is not there you're actually not seeing that you're seeing the light that it burnt out already you're just finally seeing the light reaching us
1: yeah
2: those stars do not exist that's amazing that's yeah it makes total sense though Mm-hmm. That, what, um, now think about this. Why do you think when you watch The Lion King, the 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 blue butt monkey thing is like, look up into the stars. What do you see? He's like, wrong. You're seeing the past. He actually was yes. telling the truth. You really are seeing the past because that's all you're seeing. Um, yeah, it's a real it's it's a real thing.
1: That blue butt monkey.
2: <laughs> I forgot his name. What's his name? Rafiki or something.
1: Rafiki. <laughs> Rafiki. Yeah. yeah. But we all knew what you meant, but I, I love that that's where you went. That's great. No, that's true. That's that's Talk about there being a real wise lesson in something that, you know, is directed at, but yeah, the stars are mm-hmm. really about the path. Um, mm-hmm. I think what I, I, I again, I, I don't really follow, like I sort of follow astrology, but I what I still find fascinating and I just can't wrap my head around is black holes. I just don't. I just can't grasp that concept yet. And there was something big about black holes that came out recently that they, I can't remember if it was that they don't really lead to anywhere. They just sort of like, it just sort of loops back. I can't really remember. Uh, Yeah. But that's, that's sort of a fascinating concept to me. Paranormal. What was, that was the other one. What was, uh,
2: What's the biggest paranormal thing? Uh, nothing. There's nothing groundbreaking in the paranormal. Like, it's like Ghost of, Ghost of Interest has been out, what, 15 years? What, what have they proven? Nothing. Like, what – literally, what have they proven? Absolutely nothing. What has Ghost Hunters proven? Nothing. What has Ghost Brothers proven? Nothing. What has Ghost Asylums proven? Nothing. Nobody has pro what did, what did Portals to Hell prove? Nothing. What is, what's the other – Twenty million other TV shows that they have out there, none of them have proven a single thing. Um, groundbreaking I, I don't know. I wish I had a sound thing right now i 'd put on a bunch of crickets and just let that play for about five seconds. <laughs> because why, uh, is it so,
1: why is it so fascinating to people then? What do you think what are people hoping to prove? what do we what What would we want to find out?
2: I think people want to actually see, and this is what it is. people want to actually see a ghost figure um in front of them. They want to see a door actually slam in front of them. They want to see something get thrown they want to they want to see an, an entity right in front of their face, and it happens every like people say that happens to them and they see them, but it, did you did you film it? No. It's never been documented. It's been documented here and there on TV shows, right? And what's funny to me is when it gets documented on a TV show and they show it, right, during that episode, no, nobody else talks about it after that. It's because the hype is gone. Like if you really just documented a shadow figure walking by or a ghost head peeking out. For fuck's sake, the whole entire nation, networks of news ca- news cameras would be like, look at what we found, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it literally would, but people still watch these shows like, oh my god, they caught this. Didn't they though? Because nobody – to this day, I, I don't see posts on social media about what Ghost Adventures caught six years ago. But if it was that groundbreaking, why are we still not talking about it? Why have we not right. furthered the field if what they did 10 years ago was groundbreaking? Why do we still have the same shit going on today with the same technology, the same equipment that we use? Because it wasn't groundbreaking. It was fake. Because if it really was groundbreaking and they really did capture those figures, I don't know about you, but I would have I would have stayed there and I would have continued filming in that location. If I would have yeah. caught heads peeking out. I would be like, we're staying here. This is what we're doing, and we're going to get to the bottom of this about why. And we are going to figure. We're going to we're going to capture this this energy into something, and we're going to manifest it. Something, not onto the next location. Well, we didn't capture anything here. Oh, we caught another shadow figure, but let's ignore it and not further science and logic and humanity and everything else. Let's just move on to the next episode because. You know, and then
1: all the excuse. I have a Lamborghini. I got to pay for
2: things. What's that? Yeah,
1: all the excuse. All the excuse reasons why we didn't capture something today. Well, you know, it wasn't yeah. the right this or the right that or the condition. Yeah, you know, exactly. But I, I still wonder what is what is the primal reason? I, I the only thing I can come up with is that we don't want to believe that we actually die. That people want to believe that
2: there's not We're enough. still
1: waltzing. We're still waltzing around after after we're dead
2: which is crazy to me too that they think that the uh, energy is so here's the thing when you die right and your energy just escapes your vessel there's nothing there that's harnessing it anymore you're just floating in the air so how can how can that energy form into a figure that doesn't make sense to me it doesn't have a vessel to form that, that, if that's the case, we would see the energy. If you just open your eyes and look in front of you, there's so much energy floating around with this laptop, the microphone, the phones and everybody else's electronics throughout a five mile radius that that energy should form because it's not harnessed. And that's exactly it, though. They think that they think and they want to believe that there is an afterlife. There is some type of life after this. And that is. That's something I do. I mean, I believe in that because there's a lot of people that are old souls out there that are 15 years old and they speak like they're they're beyond their wisdom. You know, they're talking like 60 year olds yeah, because yeah, they're no, intelligent. Because your vessel is not old, but your your soul is. There's people, your soulmate, and that's a real thing. Your soulmate. When you find your soulmate, that's because your souls have been connected many, many years ago. That's a real thing. And so I I strongly believe that we I, we don't die. We can't your, – your vessel die. Energy does not die. It's proven that it does not die. There's nothing that's mo- – there's the only thing that's inside of us moving right now is pure energy. It's what's causing us to be able to blink so fast. And I can move every one of my fingers within a matter of 0.01 seconds without even thinking about it because the energy is just subconsciously flooding straight to us, right. through us. So – Energy doesn't die. That's a fact. That's proven. So we definitely so go somewhere. people like, we'll just want to know where. Take DMT. People will figure it out real quick. Honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with you, and I, I think you're you're right that the the energy will manifest itself in a new form, in a new vessel, uh, but not in a ghostly yeah, manner not like, we, not like 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 we sort of want to believe. Um, so then, like the stars, do you think? could they prove that we are all connected as well? What, the stars? Oh, you, or, you, 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 no, you, you made like the example that the stars are all connected, that they've proven that with um, science. But are, are, are you and I connected and the neighbors next door and the people? Like, oh, are absolutely. we all
2: connected? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we all came from exactly the same the same energy source. And going like, to Thank God, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to put a, a name on it because that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not going to discuss religion, but I mean, energy wise, like yeah. I mean, look how instant we connected. And then there's those, those other people that you don't connect with. You're like, ugh. No, your energy is blah. People always say your energy is blah, because you just don't connect on that on that level that's like trying to connect you know two batteries together with the same positive side it's going to fight away right. um i we are all connected i mean it's too coincidental that we all want we all believe the same color we all have five fingers you know as a whole we all blink the same we all speak the same we all you know we all it, it's we morphed into this this vessel that Proves, in my opinion, that our energies are identical. Otherwise, they wouldn't mold to. Do I think energies are trying to shift and change? Like when our body leaves, right, our energy, when our energy leaves our body, the energy is trying to morph into something else for us to see it on camera, whether it's a black blob, whether it's something else, whatever it may be. Same reason why, you know, certain people are. Come out looking, we'll call them unique, not different or off or odd or, or autistic or whatever. You know what I mean? Their energy is morphing into a different format, um, which is just offsetting compared to what it's used to is trying to evolve in some type of way. So we are, oh man, we are all connected. And I know I kind of went off topic a little bit there, but, Yeah, I mean if people wouldn't see race, if people wouldn't see color, and you just close your eyes and everybody spoke to each other. Well, I mean with the bonics out there and how other people talk, you would instantly know how people – who you're speaking to. But if everybody closed their eyes and never spoke and held hands, you will feel the energy. And I guarantee you when you open your eyes, people will – be gross out if they're touching a homeless person, if they're touching a different race, if they're touching a transgender, if they're touching a gay person, because you know what? Chances are you will be touching a transgender and you're homophobic. You will be touching a black man and you're racist, or you will be touching a white man and you're racist, whatever the case may be. And when you open your eyes, instantly hate's going to be in your heart because you see what you're doing. But if you don't see it and you just feel that touch, you're going to feel love. You're going to feel warmth. You're going to feel compassion. Mm -hmm. But it's when we see what we don't like, that's when we react with emotion and energy is not emotion. Energy, energy is, you know, we give energy the emotion that we're feeling. And if I'm feeling racist, I'm going to show that energy. If I'm feeling hateful towards gays, I'm going to show that energy, you know, and not saying I am any of those. I'm just giving an example, but yeah. I guarantee you, like, close your eyes and touch. We all want love. It's just a matter of how do we get love from an individual we want it from. It might be harder to gain their love, but in the end, we all want to be loved. We all want to be sexually satisfied, mentally satisfied. So to say that we're not connected in a way is ridiculous because in the end, we all want the same thing, and that's it. Our hearts, our hearts are all hearts. Our brains are all brains. Our, our, you know, We all see the same. We all feel the same for the most part, we all think the same. We all know what love is and we all know what hate is. It's just a matter of, are you seeing the hate or are you feeling the love? And we all, we all, that's all energy.
1: So, well, it is. And I think we take for granted the science that because we are, because we are in a vessel that we feel we control, like you said about moving your fingers and whatever, we're all vibrating all those protons and neutrons and atoms and everything are all vibrating. And when we talk or people talk about raising your frequency or or lowering your frequency, I think what you talked about there about uh, when you've got hate for a particular race or culture or sexual identity or something, you're changing your vibration. And something that goes in hand in hand with something we talked about earlier too is, is sort of that um, preconceived notion or not preconceived notion but the um, power of suggestion um, because you've been taught or because you believe something about somebody or about a race or about a, a particular gender um, if you were if you were blindfolded and holding hands like yeah you wouldn't know that until, until it was revealed and then your vibration would change
2: and your exactly. anger would rage
1: exactly. and
2: um, it would yeah you, you you get a, you get a white person who is who grew up racist as shit and you you get you get a 40 years old right from birth he grew up racist as shit have him blindfolded and hold a black man's hand he is not going to know what color that is being held but he opens his eyes he will instantly lose his shit right instantly but but why you know that doesn't make sense for energy energy purposes i mean i get that it makes sense because you were raised that way but
1: right right yeah I'm not saying it's right or wrong it just it makes yeah. it makes sense as to how you think that how that person bees that way how that person thinks that way is is as a result of all those influences
2: um imagine if they did that like I, on like on a tiktok or like a youtube thing of course they'd have to have security around in case but blindfold to people like we want to see how what you feel about this person's energy and they do that and film it and watch their reactions I bet people would, that would probably change a lot of people's emotions. And they got to really like hold hands for a good, you know, five minutes and just really feel the person's power. I wonder how life changing that would be for certain people.
1: Yeah. No, it would be, it would be amazing. Um, And I think then to ask people after the fact is sort of like, what, what were they, what were they feeling? Like, what was the energy yeah I mean, I think everything will come to the same vibration. I think I made this example i don't know episodes ago we were talking. It was an exercise we used to do in in choir practice where everybody would just pick a note, just hum a note any any note, and eventually the room would move all to the same one note. Mhm, just nothing influencing it. It's just whether whether it was how people were feeling or whether most people started humming that one particular note coincidentally by accident. Um, but I think the same thing can happen with energies, like energies in a room. Well, it's like uh, we
2: talked about too, where if you put a group of girls together for a week, their periods are going to sync up and cycle yes. together. And that yeah. and that is energy. You're changing the flow of something, which is energy.
1: And I think guys must have the same version of that. It must There must be a testosterone version of that. If you put mm-hmm. a bunch of guys together uh, in the military or, you know, I, I know there were women and, Transgendered and every every gender in the military, but I just that obviously just jumps to mind. Where would you have a group of men in a prison or something? Um, yeah. All that energy has got to. Uh, it's it'll, no, it'll, there you go. I mean, yeah. there you go. It's no wonder there's so much uh, tension in security in mm-hmm. prison environments. Let's mm-hmm. look at all that energy you've got. All there. of that. Yeah. All of that hate. Is oh, hate and right rage and it's rage and it's madness. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm makes you wonder what you can do on a day by day basis to uh to make your day easier to make your life better mm-hmm. to make someone else's life better um i don't know i think it's just about really connect really realizing that you I, we talked about this before we're sort of repeating some things but i mean i still think it's good to talk about is uh, just making somebody's day be genuinely interested in that guy or girl that's checking you out at the grocery store mm-hmm. uh you know how's your day don't talk about the price of bananas how's your day how are you doing? Is your shift almost done? Yeah. What are you doing after? Like not in a date sort of way, but you got some plans? Mm-hmm.
2: You know, yeah. Cause it's, uh, it's always simply like, Oh, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. And then quiet. Yeah. Or, uh,
1: <laughs> what, what I really hate is, and, and I, I'm guilty of this too, is when you're when you're so not engaged, and somebody says something to you, and you give totally like, oh, the receipt's in the bag. Thanks. You have a nice day too. Like like when you yeah <laughs> you don't give the appropriate. You sort of give the pre-programmed answer that you mm-hmm. you Like you're not yeah. really listening to what somebody's saying. I, I hate, I hate, that. I hate what when people do, that, do it. i've done that. people
2: do it all the time i laugh every time because i'm like okay you clearly weren't listening when i leave the gym i'm always like all right guys i'm out of here have a good workout and they're like you too and i'm like i'm done but okay Great. thank you yeah
1: yeah that's a good one That that's exactly the same thing yeah.
2: anyway anyway and we got forty minutes in and y'all are slacking on questions. I do love the question that Donna said though that was a deep one that was good, but all oh, y'all are people you read my- you read my you read my messages saying if you got any questions ask so I mean, maybe they're just tired of hearing us talk, or maybe they don't have any more real questions to ask that they really don't care about, maybe.
1: It's August twenty first. It's a Saturday summer night. Maybe they're just out doing stuff. I know we get a lot of uh, I know we get a lot of replays. I'm not sure. What do you know about that? What can you tell us? Like how many? How are the stats? Like you blew me away 100%. with the numbers earlier this week.
2: Yeah, the the stats are amazing. I mean, we're still we're still the um, according to the numbers, we're, we're the most listened to show. So I can't exit out of it right. I can't exit out of it right now because it's hooked on. I was going to go try, but if I exit out of it, it's going to end the show. Um, gotcha. But yeah, but I, mean, I mean, the know. download, I mean, there's like, I mean, you can go check it out on Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple, uh, iHeart Music, um, of course, Blog Talk. There's like 15 different outlets. I can't, I can't remember them all off the top of my head. But yeah, over 30 plus countries. So yeah, I mean, there's people that even tune in in like Turkey and Afghanistan and Iraq, people are listening to us. So it's crazy.
1: It It's amazing. Uh, like it's gratifying uh that that people are listening there because obviously they feel we have something to say that especially when you hear about a country like that where maybe talking as openly and fluidly as we do about some stuff isn't permissible or advisable so Mm -hmm. i love that we we have that um and I love that we get some questions in, I guess. And you're really good on Instagram about saying, ask me questions. Um, you know, if people want to keep doing that, uh, I think that's great. But if you've got questions they want to send us uh, that we can amass during the week, um, we, can, uh, we can keep the questions built up and we can answer them on the
2: show. Um, and I th- and I think that's what we should do. Like ask them and the, keep asking them, and don't answer them right away. Cause like I go and answer them all, but I should probably just hold on to them, and then we'll have to do that. You know? So
1: yeah, I mean, you want to you want to create engagement and content during the week too, but uh, um, no, I think we can start to promo differently. Uh, how we can do that? Uh, And just start to get those questions rolling in during the week. And even if it's just not a question uh, about any specific topic uh, that we're talking about, because you don't know what we're going to talk about. But if there's something you want us to talk about, if there's a particular, you know, you've heard us now for seven episodes go on and talk about all sorts of different things. You've got a sense of who Stephen is, you now, thankfully, I I appreciate uh, Stephen for bringing me on this journey and sort of co-hosting with him. Uh, you've got a sense of who I am and a bit of my background. You've got questions uh, you want us to address, whether it's lifestyle uh, related or whether it's relationship related or whether it's just whatever you're going through in your life related and you want us to answer or address. We can certainly make topics out of that. Uh, so I think Stephen would be on board with that too is that, uh, you know, it helps us with sort of topic development if you pitch us hey what are your guys thoughts on blah 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 and uh, or i'm having this situation in my life what do you guys think blah 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 we we'd love to i blah, like blah. i
2: like that you say blah 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 now blah 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 we should just call the next show oh. episode eight blah 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 blah, blah. blah. <laughs> episode um,
1: eight. the boys the boys have nothing to say so blah blah blah
2: <laughs> blah 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 it, it wouldn't make sense. So so Donna's on a roll tonight because she's just the only one asking questions, dropping them left and right. So thank you.
1: All right, Donna, what you got?
2: <laughs> she said, if you could change your sex, would you? Not the act. I'm not really sure what not the act means. Um, but if you could change your sex, would you? I personally... Gender? I, I, I'm assuming... Yeah, I'm assuming gender. Like... I enjoy honestly being a male and it's not a testosterone thing, not a dominant thing. I think everybody's thought about switch. Oh shit. Don't want to fucking drop the phone. Um, I think everybody's thought about changing their sex at one point in time. I have, I'm like, huh? wonder what I would be like. Like I've, I've tucked my, my dick between my legs and crossed them just to see what I would look like without a penis and not saying it didn't look bad. I mean, I just, I, I love being a male and it's not for any reason. You know, that is um what is the word? Sexist. It's just I truly enjoy being a male. I love it. I don't know. I just that's so I wouldn't I mean I I wouldn't want to. Would I cross dress maybe? Uh, to support other transgenders and, and cross genders or whatever they want to call themselves. I would. Like if they just wanted that support, I would, I'd shave my face clean. I'd I'd do whatever, you know what I mean? To make them feel comfortable. Absolutely. But I wouldn't do it on a weekend basis to where I go out to clubs and bars and make money doing it. Make sense?
1: Yeah. Well, and to me, there's, there's a difference between, there's a difference between like a drag performer, a guy that's dressing as a girl to get up on stage and, sing at a bar dressed like, Mar- you know, pulling off Mariah Carey or something like that. That's, that's to me different than somebody who chooses to change their gender um, because they believe their, their vessel, they're in the wrong vessel talking about mm-hmm. our energy and, and everything. They, they are looking to change their vessel to match the energy they harness. And, and I totally respect that. Um, do I want to do it? Again, no no judgment on anybody, but no, I believe my energy is in the proper vessel. So I, I, don't, I don't have a need to do that. I don't like – I used to go visit friends at Fire Island, and they would want to get dressed up in drag. And, like, I just – I am one ugly bitch. I, I cannot do it. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. But it's not a reflection on anybody who can do it or anybody who enjoys pulling it off. I enjoy the ones who could do it and pull it off. It's just not my cup of tea. But I don't. Yes. But I don't judge anyone for that. Um, that's just. I think the best. I said it the best way I could possibly say it. My energy mm-hmm. is in the right vessel, uh, and th- and that's the way I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even in in the type of guys I date, I
2: what kind of guy, What kind I of guys do you date? Do you date more masculine ones or more feminine?
1: I I, I enjoy more masculine guys.
2: So you're like I more the feminine.
1: Um, I don't know if that makes me more effeminate. Um
2: I just like what are the I, like what I, are the rules Like how, how do you see how do you see that? Like what what how is that? Like what is your what is your dating life like when it comes to that? Like are you like more the top bottom do you equal it out? You like the more masculine like bear mm-hmm. kind of style men or
1: No, I you no I'll, I'll be honest, I'm, I I I like a masculine guy. Um probably my leaning i'll be honest i'm probably more leaning bottom but i can flip it around if i need to um and i am just a nurturing sort of person um so that's that's just kind of my role but i don't but, but i think there. i hope uh i think there are way more effeminate people out there than i am um but I, yeah i don't know but eh, i don't know yeah I I tend to be the one that sort of does the cooking and I do like the, you know, the feathering of the nest. (laughs) I don't know. So are those things effeminate? I don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know.
2: I don't know. What did I expect? I expect? I, I expected that answer. That's the vibe I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. But then again, like I I've talked to you multiple times too, and I've heard you on here and I've, so yeah, that's kind of what I, would have expected i don't know what i would like like if i was if i say if i was gay i don't know what i am i just do what i want but i personally i don't think i would like a masculine man because i am ma- like not saying masculine but muscly you know i feel like i would want more oh, of I- a feminine kind of a, a transgender i i would i i fantasize about having sex with a transgender more than i do an actual man even though that is a man but i would have that like that's a turn on to me if they look the part you know i don't want some, like, i don't want to i wouldn't want a transgender that has a beard and tits. to me i don't care what anybody says it's weird that's just weird in general like i, I it, it, it it's it's not a homophobic thing or 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 sex or anything like Pick one, you know what I mean, and rock the shit out of it. But to see both, like a beard and tits, on a on a it's, it doesn't make sense. And I'm that part I'm not attracted to. I know that some remember that that shit you sent me. Remember the shit you sent me, the photo. Yeah, and yeah. It, the man, but it was a woman because you know, that I say that or it, but she because it was a girl, right? But she looked like a man, like legit, like a man. But that's probably because she shaved her face and probably took testosterone. Yeah.
1: So, so I think, yeah, again, and I honestly, I will say people, if I make a a mistake here, I apologize, but to try and get the pronouns right, I still find it very confusing because it's a very individual thing for uh, people. But I sent Stephen a picture of what most people would look at and say was a good looking guy. Um, And it was a, a woman who had transgendered to a male so i believe in most cases she would now want to be referred to as he um so but i could be wrong because and I mean, no and it, it was a good
2: looking movie. dude like if you looked at i'm assuming he would, whatever it you would be like hey yeah, that's a not your average looking dude like it was it's a decent looking guy that you would definitely stare at you know yeah for more than a second so Um,
1: and i think it's you know i think it's i think it's great that there is acceptance for uh people to to be able to again as we said put their energy in the right kind of vessel i do find it confusing they may not find it confusing the one that you just described is you know um a a being who has a beard and and breasts i don't know what it is they're trying to go for i don't know if they know I assume I assumed that they do, and they're comfortable with that. Um, but again, it's sort I of like you're... talking about being racist. It's kind of like, I don't have to like everything that everybody does, and I'm not, not racist, or I'm not being, is the word sexist in this case? It's just not my cup of tea.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you be I, you,
1: you be you, but I don't have to run around and embrace you
2: exactly like yeah i don't i yeah i don't have to go around and make out with every gay guy just to embrace the fact that i'm like represent what you do you know what i mean like it's it's still preference and things and i think that's gotten turned around to a sexist and racist matter just because we disagree with a certain race or gender that we get labeled not preference we get labeled and targeted as a racist or sexist or homophobic or everything else just because of that that's ridiculous that's yeah that's that's the baby boomer people and the the the, the snowflakes of the world but i do think well there is there is a lot of there is a lot of racist if if you if you say that you
1: don't um if you you don't find asian men attractive or you don't find black men attractive or something oh well, you're racist oh you must like, be ra- yeah. you're racist it's like, uh-huh. am i racist it's just not a preference i find i, I can i can honestly say yeah, I have a preference for Caucasian guys. I do. It's just it's been my past, but I have been with all kinds of different races because it's just about and you and I talked about this on something else. I don't think it was on air. I think it was offline personally. It's about an energy. It's about mm-hmm. an energy with somebody. It's about a connection with somebody and then I don't really care. It's about how you connect with uh somebody and it sort of goes full circle everything we talked about tonight just uh, being connected with energy and and so on and so forth I've, I've found men I found I, I find women uh, and men of every race attractive all of them no there are standout people in mm-hmm. every situation mm-hmm. um, and if I'm attracted to that then I'm attracted to that if I'm not I'm not sort of it's just I don't know I don't know
2: what to say about that
1: Oh, we're gonna get letters and
2: cards now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get hate mail. The network's gonna get into. They're racist. They don't. They have preferences. How dare them have a preference? But I do think. It, I do think it's more accepting. I, I wouldn't say accepting. I'll say it's. People, are probably are more used to seeing a male dressed up as a woman than a woman, having a beard and trying to be a man that's that's less seen in society than a man dressing up to try to be a woman for, for 100%, 100%. Well, sure. It's,
1: and I, I do have to say, though, I, having worked in – okay, so I was um, Director of Fundraising and Development for the AIDS Committee of Toronto for about a year, year and a half, about uh, – I don't know how many years ago now, 15 years ago. Um, so I was exposed to a lot of different gender um, – orientations in that role. And I do have to say, I think my own personal observation of the science that's required, the drugs that are required, the surgeries that are required, and based on that picture that I showed you, I do think the transition from female to male is way more successful
2: Oh, absolutely. Most of that, the time that look like than like from
1: male to male to female. There are some very good looking male to female um, people out there. There absolutely are. But I would I would say and again, many of the female to male transitions that I have seen are somehow more flawless than the other way. And I don't know why. I, I can't explain the science or whatever behind that, but
2: um, the hormones just seem to affect better. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the jaw structure, for sure. And if a woman just well, yeah. takes testosterone, they're instantly going to turn into, they're going to start growing hair. They're going to start, everything about them is going to change. They're going to get more muscular. They're going to get more masculine. And you can't really inject estrogen. You can inject estrogen into a man, but you can't really take their testosterone. So I think that's why because naturally guys just have more testosterone and you can't suck that out of you, but you can give a woman more. testosterone. You, I you,
1: yeah. I think you keyed on it as well. You can't undo some structural sort of things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, for me, for me, a tell always, that wasn't always right. A tell would be hands, a guy's hands versus a woman's hands. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Know, for some reason you can sort of tell jaw mm-hmm. structure. Like you said, there could be a lot of things there. And again, I'm, mm-hmm. people, I'm not talking as somebody schooled or educated on this. I'm just sort of talking my day-to-day, moving through the world, life observations and experiences. I would love to be anybody who wants to school me or educate me, or correct my pronouns. I am, I am totally open to that. I admit to being, yeah. you know. <laughs> Not completely up to date, but I do find it confusing. I, I find it just when I think I understand how the pronouns should go, then I've got somebody standing in front of me saying, "Well, I prefer to be called this." So then there seems to be a very unique individual thing about it, and and uh, it's just a little hard to hard to navigate sometimes. But I am trying to navigate it, and again, I'm not I'm not putting it down. But
2: he's he's putting yeah. it down. Anybody that says they're not doing ah. something, they're doing it. <laughs> he's putting him. Oh,
1: okay. okay.
2: So. <laughs> I'm putting it so um, I can't have an opinion, Stephen. <laughs> no, no opinions. So Mackenzie messaged me and said, "You know, oh. what are you doing?" I said, "Podcast." Oops, sorry. And I said, "I asked Kevin what his sex life is like." This was obviously not long ago, right? Um, <laughs> like what, five minutes ago? And I said, "And if he's a bottom or top?" She said, "Forgot it's two hours." didn't know he was gay. I said, he is gay. And she said, what is his answer? And I think you said bottom, right? You're more of a bottom. Yep. Okay. That's, that's what I, told her. I said. Bottom. And she's like, Oh, he seems nice. yeah, he's amazing. And then she said, he's very professional. You guys bounce off one another. Very well, very natural. And uh, okay. then I told her, I'm going to read the convo live. Um, but yeah, I just thought you should know that she, she said that about nice. you. So yeah. So, Thank you. I appreciate You know, with her I, I was watching with her um, RuPaul's drag show, right? And speaking of transgen- transgenders and everything and have you watched it, RuPaul's drag show?
1: I don't watch it regularly, but I certainly know it. Yeah. Is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and she got so hype about this. Not even kidding you, like hype, like I'm. All right, I'll watch it with you. But what what is this about? You don't understand. Like when they're standing on stage and they gotta they gotta lip sync and dance and it's so talented. I'm like, okay, what do they win? No, no, you don't get it. Like these these men look like real women. <laughs> I turn around. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like speaking of like how women can look more like a man than a than a woman look like. That I'm, you know what I'm talking about, whatever we just talked about, right, yeah. how the yeah. Yeah. differences. I'm like, no, like they do look – like don't get me wrong. Some of them do look good, but they don't look like a woman. But I have never seen someone get so excitedly hype and like squeeze my wrist and my face and be like, you don't understand how exciting the show is. So I just want to say that. Being that we were on that no. topic and she was no, so it's- infatuated with, with with that show – and of course, like I, I street girls of are it.
1: crazy turned. Street girls are crazy turned on by it. In so insane, in Toronto, yeah. it's a it's a big thing for um, parties to come down to the gay village and go to a drag show. They're totally <laughs> into it. I don't get it, um, but you know, fine, come on down. Um, maybe they feel safe. Maybe they know they're not going to get hit on. if they go to a a, a straight bar. Um, and, and they just have fun, and uh, the gay and guys is, yeah. bounce off that. What's that? The gay guys bounce off that energy, and mm-hmm. then I, I think I said earlier I used to go, you know, go see some friends in Fire Island, and on the July weekend there would be this thing called the Invasion, because way back in the day. 70s or something like that some drag queens that came over from new york got kicked off of fire island and they weren't going to serve them in the bar so this drag queen went back to new york and got all her drag queen friends and came over and they invaded fire island so now there's every year there's this resurrection of this in honor of that called the invasion um mm-hmm. and everybody in there in your household and this is what my friends would do and this is where i would get humiliated and hate it and everything like that you know you'd get up and drag dressed up in drag and you would come over from this other community on the island called Cherry Grove. You'd go over to Cherry Grove, you'd board the boat and the boat would pull in. And it's the most hysterical thing to see this boat pull in just full of these drag queens. But the, the little town would flood with all these, with all the, the heterosexual girls from the coastal town
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, to come in to watch this and they would just have, it would just be the hooting and Hollernist craziest day. You got all these guys totally totally out gay guys parading around in drag and all these straight girls and a lot of straight guys coming out and just having the craziest day. It was it was mm-hmm. the, the fascination with it is crazy. Yeah, I, good on RuPaul after all his years of struggling and everything, um to to finally take off with something like that. But I yeah, I don't uh exactly your point is they're not all pretty. They're not they're, they're not <laughs> they
2: are definitely not all but it's good, good for them to rock it may, with confidence they, though.
1: Yeah. They may be talented. I give them I give them kudos for what they're doing, getting up there and doing it and enjoying it and being that creative, both with their 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 talent and their dancing and the creating of the costumes and all that stuff.
2: Um but they're not all pretty. I'll just say that.
1: <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I think my opinion
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually enjoy going to gay clubs, and this was prior to kissing guys and doing all that. It is because I've been—I used to be a club promoter before everything, right? I was—I would promote clubs, make money, do this, promote the, come up with the ideas, do that, collect the door, whatever. Yeah, yeah. straight <laughs> clubs are boring. You have your clicks. And everybody hangs out with everybody. Nobody really mingles. And then the more drunk they get, the more it's like, who the fuck are you looking at me? Why are you looking at my girl? My girl's drunk. Oh, she's touching you. Duh, duh, duh. And it turns into an altercation. When you go to a gay club, everybody's so happy. Plus straight dudes, we get hooked up with drinks. Like I get a lot of drinks in gay clubs. <laughs> and straight girls go there, like you said, because they don't get hit on by all these thirsty dudes who just want to fuck. And the, it literally is the perfect setting. And I, I believe that's why other straight dudes go there. I know I could say this for a fact, though. I know straight dudes like I went there because I started being like, you know what? If I go there and I'm the only straight dude or there's like three other straight dudes at the end of the night, these straight girls are still going to want a guy. So <laughs> my my chances are more of a winning aspect here instead of the competition. Right. So. Right. I feel like a lot of them do that, but I have, I have great times in gay clubs. I always get naked. I always take my shirt off, and I'm like, yeah. I've been kicked out of so many for jumping on stage and dancing in Sacramento and California. <laughs> Trouble just follows you. Uh, that's what we're going to do in Columbus when you come. We're gonna I'm going to take my shirt off. We're just going to dance in the gay – that's what we should do. We should find a gay club in Columbus. There's going to be trouble. Exactly. So
1: I am coming down to Columbus to uh, to meet up with Stephen. Stephen and I have some new collaborations that we're working on that we're super excited about. Yeah, it's um, gonna be. It and be a we're lot having of a. Yeah, we're gonna have a working retreat. It's gonna be around his birthday. Uh yeah. We're gonna do a birthday show from Columbus, and um, then we're gonna spend the week after that just. Uh, not even – well, I was going to say hanging out, but no, we got work to do. That's what I, we sort of were texting about last night. It's like, yeah, we're going to have fun, but there's, there's stuff to do. We can't get messed up every night. So, uh, no, there's, we've got some good stuff planned, and I think uh, people are going to be excited when we put it all out there.
2: I think so too, and I th- yeah, I, th- I think it'll be really great. Um, even the, just the pictures that we talked about, that's not even really the full – Plan of what we we discuss, and I know we're not going to talk about it here until it's more established, which I don't think will take long at all, to be honest, um, to get going. But I I can truly say I've done a lot of things in my life, but I am super excited about this adventure, and I know last you said everything had to take place, which you're right, in order for this to happen, and I'm a big believer in that, and I feel like that is what's happening. So. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is this will be amazing. And for everybody that's confused, it's okay. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. But probably after after we 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 talk after the birthday uh, live that we do, I feel like that the week after we could probably give some details, huh? Possibly. Yeah, I would
1: I, I would say so. Yeah, sort of everything can be out there. But I, it's again, this harkens back to something else I just said. Harkens back, like what what fricking. Period? Do I live in? It's like the 1800s or something. (laughs) 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 Goes back to another conversation we had about um, just seizing opportunity when it comes along, and people sort of, you know, uh, going off the beaten path that they thought that they were working towards something, and then just something transpires and it just changes everything. Um, But that opportunity didn't exist until it existed. It doesn't mean that you're giving up everything else and stopping everything else. It just means you're embarking on something else and uh, and and taking the chance and taking the risk and and not taking a chance and taking a risk without it being calculated and thought out which mm-hmm. um, uh, is I don't know people you know i i, I love you said it was Mackenzie's comment that we bounce off each other and it, it, it's it's totally real what you what you hear between Stephen and I is the way Stephen and I communicate in text and phone when we're offline not podcasting, Uh, but there is a great synergy. There is a great energy. We are connected. Um, And uh, we're just going to start capitalizing on that. So yeah, that's what that's about. And we're going to celebrate his birthday. Like, right. It's going to be fun.
2: I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be great. I think people are going to get a lot of good photos too, because the photo shoots we're going to do, I'm really excited for it. Like I, I just, I think I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, cause I've been, I've been dicked over by so many people and I do want people to understand I am still going to be doing the paranormal. I know that this is like, it it it's what made what I am. I am still doing the paranormal. I am still filming. It's just, there's other doors and ventures that have opened up that I need to take advantage of because I'm passionate about them and Kevin is amazing. And like you said, we just clicked on that to be able to make it happen. So I don't want to bring it back to the paranormal is gone. What's that?
1: No, we're we're definitely bringing it back to the paranormal. There's definitely a a tie-through there that is going to exist. So, no, that's just (laughs) what we have to – we can do so much. I think there's – I said this to Stephen the other day. Look at what we've done with a remote connection without actually having physically met yet. We've just had great conversations by phone and by text and so on. and again, that sort of connected energy. But when you put that energy in the same physical plant space, the same room, uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna blast it off that week. I just know. Um, mm-hmm. So I am excited about that. I think uh, I think we said we're going to wind it down a few minutes early here. We don't have too much else to talk about.
2: Yep, um, um, Donna uh Donna has another question, um I guess I oh, gives awesome. us a little bit of time to knock out. She says, "I love romance. Are you romantic? What score would you give yourself? She gave herself a capital a a plus plus. So do you think you're a romantic guy
1: oh i I'm, I'm totally about romance it's it's sort of that bad. that scenario that you outlined before about uh you know, coming home and making the dinner and saying that you're going to take care of everything and then having a nice massage after and, and good sex later on, totally about that. But I think, you, yeah, I'm all about the romance. You can make a lot of things romantic. You can make going for an ice cream cone romantic. Um, you can, huh? But I think a, a lot of it is just planning something with intention and taking care of all those details. Um, yeah, just showing your partner that you you cared enough to think about them to pull something together no matter what it is mm-hmm. if you're eating eating sushi out of a takeout container by candlelight that to me is romantic didn't have to go to a big fancy restaurant and spend 300 bucks uh yeah no totally about romance totally about the right music the right mood candlelight um yeah, something special whether it's a, a special bottle of wine or a special whatever you drink um yeah just yeah and I think it can be way more simpler uh just again actions speak louder than words. the act of doing it and attempting to make it romantic
2: beautiful. love that. how about you? I uh, you yeah i man, I really am like i I'm the type that will write draw like and I've done this I'll still write love letters and mail them to you I'll still. Make a treasure map and make you find things, and that treasure map will be based off things that we've done together. So you'll have to know. Yeah, this ah. was our first date. This was the first place we've kissed. You go there and collect. I have to in that type of way. Yeah,
1: and I I I, I I I put post-it notes in places where guys don't expect to find them, and then they find them at work or something like that. Yeah,
2: yeah yes, exactly. Like I put things underneath, you know, her pillow because I know that her hands always went under the pillow. Um, Simple things, you know, easy things that are very simple that mean the world. And a lot of people just don't do it. And that blows my mind that that guys don't do that shit. You know, they do go buy roses. <laughs> we should do it. And like, oh, that's cool. You bought roses at Publix for twelve ninety nine. Go pick flowers. You know, spend yeah. that effort picking them. I'm that, I'm that type of guy. So yeah, I would say I'm romantic with the right person. And I don't just act that way right away. I want them to see who I am, what it is that I do, because I'm not, if I, if I give that to them right away, they're going to expect that. So then when I decline down, I call it declining, but I'd really say it's me being me, which is both still the romantic and this. I want them to see what I am up front, the working person, the busy person the I don't have time person, because when I give you that time, you're gonna be like, wow, this is amazing. But if I give you yeah. all that time right off the bat and then I slowly be like, hey, I have to do this, this and this, you're gonna get upset. Because you're like, well, you weren't that way in the beginning. Well and I've and I think we've all been that way, right? Where you do that For and you're sure. like, Oh, Bob, sorry, but you know, I kind of put off a lot of things so I could spend time with you. Now you're upset that I have to get shit done. <sighs> But yes, I am. A yeah, you
1: sort of have to engineer when you're a busy guy like you and maybe a busy guy like me, you sort of have to engineer it a little bit backwards, right? Like you've got to you, you got you to gotta put enough of the right amount of romance action in there. But you can't deny the busyness of your schedule because we are a lot to handle. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, like it, no, it's, a, it's a lot to handle
2: absolutely it is and it's like because like i dated girls where they they didn't get it like hey look i can't go out tonight well why what you can't just take this kind of time i i really can't because if i do i'm gonna slip up and i'm gonna want to keep doing that and i'm gonna be backtracked. i'm gonna be it's just so much and usually whenever they say that like the first or second time i'll let it slide but if it's like that for weeks at a time and they keep saying that i i let them go because i'm like i can't like you're, you're clearly not getting it like and yeah You can't teach someone to understand it. They either do or they don't. It either clicks or it doesn't click. And I think, you know, we're definitely both, I think, at that age where we're like, yeah, I'm not here to train somebody. I don't have that kind of time. Either understand and get it or or just buy. There's 7 billion people in the world. You'll find your right one. I'm just not that right one. As bad as you want me to be, that's not happening.
1: Well, especially if there's change involved or they want you to change or they want you to give up yeah. something or they don't they don't understand that the reason you are attractive to them is because of all these other things that you're into and that you're doing. Um, but yeah, people don't understand the effort that it takes and, and the time that it goes into it. And and why on Saturday night aren't you available? Well, I do a podcast from 9 till 11. So, you know,
2: that's just yep. the way it is.
1: Yep. Um, oh, oh, can I, can and, I sit
2: in and listen to your podcast? Well, it's kind of like It'll be kind of weird if you're just staring at me. Like I've I've had one person do that before, and it was awkward for me. I'm like sitting here and I can't be like, I don't know. I just feel weird. Like you're sitting there on your phone and it's weird. Like just let me be by myself and do my thing for two hours or an hour. Just let let me have that time. You know, that's fair to the audience and it's fair. It's just fair.
1: Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I don't think it's like you know, you're not if you're partners a surging you're not going to go sit on their surgery if your partner's a, a recording artist eh, they may have some people in the booth but they're not really gonna no it's really most of the people in the booth are going to be the producers the engineers the people who have mm-hmm. some input on the. it's not going to be your not going to be your boo not going to be your squeeze um, Absolutely. maybe sometimes after there's a, a length of period of time and familiarity but no this is it's, it's work this is this is this is work it's fun it's fun work we love it but it's it's work.
2: It's still um, work, yeah. It's still work. Donna Donna said that yeah. she could school us both in romance.
1: Oh uh oh, I guess we failed.
2: Yeah, we I failed as men as men, men as guys I think we did pretty well. Women are always gonna have oh, that wow. more romantic romantic switch.
0: Oh, All right, I, Donna,
2: you're, like, you're gonna you, since we have five minutes left, you have you have within that time to tell us then Donna what you do. That's more romantic that, than that both that would of us combined. Good. Yes.
1: Five minutes. Um, so unless I don't I don't mean, in a sexual romantic way.
2: Oh, sexually romantic? About, I mean, of, I, of, I, we, I, we, I mean, we talked
1: about the, the, the lead up to the. Yeah. The sexual, but,
2: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I have sex like a porn star. Wink, wink. <laughs>
1: well, you, you have sex like you, like you read from your book.
2: Yeah, like exactly. It, yeah, What's it's soft you, yeah. and gentle, exactly. and, yeah. it,
1: and it and and it, it it glides, and then it and, and then it gets rough, and then it gets wild, and then it gets then it slows down, and it's sort of like a it's like a winding country road, you know. It has its peaks and it has its valleys and its yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, I I, sort of and like it's... That too. I don't. I'd say if you want to talk sexually, I sort of I sort of like that ride as well. I don't like it to be all one way or the other. No, I like there to mm-hmm. be some, you know some softness to it and then some depth to it and then some talk to it and then some, you know, yeah, get her done. <laughs> this
2: this is what she said so far. She said, first, I know you work hard. So you come home, open the door to rose petals in the path, lead you upstairs, open the door to a bath. She's still typing. I probably should have waited until she's done typing everything and then read it all at once. Way to be put on the spot, right, Bono? Um so, but those I mean things. we we have four minutes. I mean do you want to ask like those questions that you normally ask? Like some random questions just to knock it out real quick and of course I'll I'll read all of this that she reads within a good time frame.
1: Random questions. Um
2: and next week, guys, I think next week you're gonna be you're you're gonna you're gonna make a banner and this is gonna be the Kevin Hartley show with special oh, guest, me. This oh, is gonna no. be all you next week. Yeah, nope, too bad. It's already been said. It can't be unsaid oh, by man. the host. I'm the host, and I say it. I, I say ghost, he's, or you're fired. He, he's he he's been
1: telling me he's going to do this. I knew it was coming. All right. I did tell, I do tell you this
2: like a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I know. All right. Um,
2: so I'm going to ask you so many questions. I'm going to line them up, and we're going to – we're yeah, it'll be good. What do I want to know? What questions?
1: Uh, you've got friends coming over for dinner. What do you cook?
2: <laughs> I, honestly, I would order food. But, yeah, I'm not unless it's a significant other, I will cook. I'll probably cook, you know, that chicken stuff that we talked about. They like chicken where I cut cut the chicken breast slice it stuff it with avocado and peppers, wrap it in bacon, put a nice orange on top, bake it. Um with some delicious asparagus, maybe a caesar salad and some wine. But, you know, if it's crammed, I, I would just order honestly, just a ton kind of pizza, maybe public subs or something. I don't know. Like something simple.
1: Gotcha. Um, I know the answer to this, but tell everybody else, where do you see yourself in five years?
2: Oh, five years. Oh, easily. Like, I mean, uh, definitely, uh, 5 million easily in my account. I would definitely like the, it, just a massive success on billboards. Um, uh, just, uh, uh, up there like just up there to where if I walk into a building you know who I am kind of thing you know what I mean or you like he looks familiar kind of thing you know what I mean so that's it a net worth of 300 plus million would be ideal and I think it will get there I really do in five years yeah I I I have to stop every now and then and remind myself that I'm still young so stop rushing you know I'm like you know what I'm still young like I'm not I'm good
1: five years you'll you'll barely be 40 right
2: uh yeah i mean i'm, I'm yeah because i'm 35 now so i barely i'll be turning 41 give or take yeah, so 41 yeah. let me let me, reach you up, let me read you what she said real quick because we have 90 seconds she said first i know yeah, you work hard for. so you come home open the door to rose petals in a path lead you upstairs open the door to the bath warm water candles wine i wash you dry you off then massage you in bed so I think she was talking sexual. Yeah,
1: sign me up. Sign me up.
2: <laughs> she has two hands; she can use use you with the left right <laughs> and you with the other hand. So she better be good at multitasking.
1: There you go. Couples massage—not what she had in mind, I'm sure. <laughs> Not at all. No, but she just walked her way That into is it. beautiful. That is that is very romantic. That is that is
2: very romantic. Absolutely. I've I, never I had that. something. I, yeah, I would love it. Either
1: either of us would appreciate or either of us would uh would possibly do i appreciate being schooled donna yes. thank you thank you we, for have, listening. 30, we, have, yeah, we have 30 yeah we have 30 seconds even wrap so. it up. yeah
2: no no no, wrap you, wrap up, up. Up. no, no <laughs> you wrap it up no no you wrap it up
1: man uh speaking of gratitude we will express gratitude to everybody we are grateful that you all listen and tune in we deserve more questions but uh thanks for tuning we do in deserve. everybody have a great week and next week's going to be an awesome show
2: Next week's going to be an awesome show. It's all going to be about Kevin Hartley. I am going to be the special guest. Thank you so much, guys. Find us both on Instagram, everywhere. Just search us. And thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful
0: weekend.